In today's episode, we're going to face some facts about modern motorsport. Hi everyone, Enzo here. Welcome to episode 25 of the Race Driver Coach Show and today we're getting serious. We're getting serious because we're going to talk about something that's going to affect anybody that's in motorsport. Whether you're working in a team, you own a team, you manufacture a sponsor, a driver, whoever you are. If you're in motorsport then things are about to change very soon. So you better get on the bandwagon because if you don't you're going to be left in the dust. So that's what we're going to talk about today and it's something I've been talking about with so many people. And if you know me and if I've been with you over the last few weeks we've probably had this conversation. And when this question came in from Alex today I thought well I might as well talk about it. (laughs) So here it is. With the price of motorsport going up and the value to sponsors going down, is motorsport dying? And also, how about the electric and hybrid side of things? Is this the end, or am I just being paranoid? Thanks, Alex. This is a very sensitive question for everybody, because they're all wondering what's going to happen in motorsport now, and this is, a, this is great timing. But let's just say the first part of that question that you asked, the motorsport is getting more expensive. But in saying that, so is everything. It's inflation. The food on your plate is more expensive than it was 10 years ago, it should be. Um, But you can still do championships that are 10 grand and you can still do championships that are 2 million. That's been the case for some time. And yes, okay, the value for sponsors can be going down, but that's because we're not shifting how we're selling it. It's not just the fact that, oh, we can't do it anymore this way because of X. Motorsport changed a long time ago. Motorsport changed when all of a sudden we didn't have cigarettes. Uh, advertising money anymore so it's, it's been the case for some time now that we've had to adapt and now become businesses in order to run the teams so it's not new stuff I don't want to go there because I've covered it so many times and we're going to cover it again in the future but just yeah okay I hear you on that side but what I want to get to is the second part of that question the way that we're changing now towards electric and hybrid on the road and how that's going to affect us this is big is this the death of motorsport That's the question, really. And in some ways, yes, because it's the death of motorsport, how motorsport was, or as is at the moment, because it's going to change very soon. And it's a new era. It's the kind of era that we haven't seen for over 100 years, 120 years. And I'm talking about the paradigm shift that we saw when we replaced horses with engines. And all of a sudden, we started to race Racing engines, well, just normal road car engines, but we race them. And all of a sudden then the horse pulling the carriage racing wasn't really what we wanted to see anymore. And all of a sudden these people with all the horses were bitching because, oh, it's going to change. And this stupid contraption that's on the road, we don't need that. People would have fought it. And it's going to happen again now with the people saying that diesel engines, petrol engines or racing engines, that's what we need. We don't need electric. But I just want to wake you up now and say you can't hang on to the past. We used to have the beautiful singing Ferrari V12 going down the straights and everyone like, oh my God, it's wailing, it's amazing. It's like an orchestra in the back of that car. And then we went to V10, the screaming V10s and all the people that were born probably in the 80s and early 90s, they love that engine. So what I'm trying to say here is we've got to let go of the romance. And this, like I've always said, we look at motorsport as a romantic sport, but it's really not. It's a business and we're about to learn that firsthand. I mean, motorsports take a a lot of hits in the past with the cigarette um, sponsorship ban. Again, we had to shift off that. And then what else happened? Oh, 
the financial crisis in the Western world, that crippled us. All of a sudden, sponsors were saying, okay, we can't really put two million your way because we just like the sport and it kind of fits with our brand. That doesn't wash anymore. Now we've got to make sure it makes sense and that we get return on our investment. That's really important. All of a sudden, hmm, it's a different game now. They started to pull out and not spend on racing. So that hit us as well. Again, teams had to adjust. They're still struggling with it now because they've got to make themselves a business. But still, that was another hit that, that motorsport took. Still survived. Another hit is that the spectators, they're harder to please now. Especially as the cars get quieter, even harder. But now we're falling into the realm of like a cricket match. You watch the start of a race and then you just passively watch it. If it's a long F1 race or even some of the short sprint races, if they've got downforce, you're just watching cars follow each other. And if you've not got somebody in the race that you support, it's boring. There's not much happening. You can watch a whole race and just think, what the hell am I doing with my life watching this? Especially if you've gone to the circuit, you've taken a day out, you've spent your 20 quid or 100 quid to get in, dollars, and then you find out that this is boring. I should have just been at home doing some DIY. So you don't go again for another year or two until you get the, maybe it's going to be better. And then sometimes and often it's not. So we're not actually entertaining a very hard to please audience. With the internet now, we can get so much entertainment from extreme stuff. We're not really easily shocked like we used to be. And with motorsport dulling down, it's not as dangerous, which is a good thing, but it's not as good to watch. Uh, not as dangerous and the cars don't sound as great and it's, they're just following each other because they're stuck to the ground and they can't follow each other uh, closely. Yeah, it gets a bit boring. So that's another hit that's taken. And another one that would just come to mind is using the internet again. As an industry, we're really slow at catching up. We still boast that we've got TV um, exposure when really everybody's watching their phone. They're not watching the television anymore. They'll watch it live through YouTube and all the replays online, but that's about it. But motorsport's not really advanced itself in that area, hasn't taken it. It's getting there now, but it's taken so long. We're so far behind the fold. So again, another hit and motorsport survived. Motorsport survived for one reason, manufacturers. Manufacturers are still using it as a proving ground. They're still, still using it to showcase their products. Their products are cars. They're also advancing. They've got a tiny bit of um, technology that can be advanced through racing. But that's about to change and the volume on that is about to be turned up even more. Because not since the early days, the 1800s, early 1900s, when motorsport was really used to test your car. You know, you just brought this new product out, this car, and you want to test it and race it against other manufacturers. That's about to start again. Because now with the electric side coming and the hybrid, they've got to develop systems fast. Take a look at this list. You've got UK 2040. They're going to they're gonna ban diesel and petrol engines from being sold, new ones, okay? So we're phasing them out. And it's the same in France, 2040. India, 2030. Norway, 2025. Germany are about to announce their target. And from the CNN, I just copy-pasted this, but Austria, Denmark, Ireland, Japan, Netherlands, Portugal, Korea, and Spain are also about to set their targets. And there's some states... Quite a few states in the United States that are doing it or having targets themselves. Even though as a whole they say we're going to carry on as we are, no electric. The states themselves are starting to set targets, sales targets now to say, or rules to say we're not going to sell them. It's changing. In Norway, 42% of cars are electric or hybrid. 
42%. And their second most popular car manufacturer is a Tesla. So they're killing it over there. Tesla are loving it. And that's what's going to be the new thing. This is spreading like wildfire. We're starting to get very conscious about the planet. And if that's true or not, whether you believe it or not, that's the way we're going. And motorsport has to keep up. And it is. You've just seen Porsche pull out of LMP1, which is big news. Even bigger news for me is Mercedes pulling out of DTM. DTM. It's like the, the premier touring car championship of Germany, as you know. And they're a German manufacturer. To be winning there is big. But they're pulling out to do Formula E. And so are Porsche. This is changing. And I want you not to, I want you to refrain from saying, oh, the good old days when you could hear the cars and all this. It's rubbish now, motorsport. Don't fall for that. Again, that's the romance. You've got to get a business mind on now and say, okay, this is freaking fascinating. This is going to create so many opportunities for me as a driver, for me as a mechanic, an engineer. Okay, you've got to learn something different now, but that's great. You get to school and you freaking do it or you get a job that forces you to learn the electrical engine, the motor, and everything involved in it and become valuable in this new era that we're going to. It's not, it's not too early to jump on the electric bandwagon as such because it's going to change the industry and it's a paradigm shift. And if you jump on it now, you're going to be in there and you're going to be in there for a long time because it's about to change for the better. Motorsport is now going to become, again, a proving ground, somewhere they can fight against other competitors that are selling the same sort of products and they can advance their technology faster than if they're not in motorsport. Motorsport are now going to start, I mean, manufacturers are now going to come to motorsport and they're going to spend a lot of money in it. This is great. This is nowhere near the death of motorsport. It's just change. It's just different. It's just evolving. Now, everything's becoming smart. Your fridge is now smart. You can nearly freaking order some more milk from your fridge if it runs out. That's coming. And, you know, your phones are smart. Your watches are smart. Everything's smart. And so is the car becoming. It's going to be electric. It's going to be clean. They're going to self-drive one day. All this is going to come into effect. But if you want to stay around in motorsport, that's where you've got to start to look. As a driver, jump in. Do anything you can to make your campaign more electric. To go for championships that run electric cars. They're coming. The Touring Car Championship are coming. You can start your own championship up if you really wanted to. If you're really business-minded and you think, I can do this and I've got a five-year plan to create an electric championship, so what? Do it. There's a touring car championship out there coming soon and Formula E's been going a few years now. These are the type of areas that you need to get work in. Because if you've got experience with the electric side of things and then the manufacturers come in, they're going to headhunt you. I want you to jump on this. I don't want you to think this is the end of motorsport. Everything out there is an opportunity. Remember that. This is a big opportunity for you. Okay, this is where we're going to get to it. Now, this is where I'm going to prove to you that motorsport is not dying. Because as I look around, everyone's moody, gloomy about, oh, the future. It's all changing. It's rubbish. I don't know whether to get another job now. I don't know whether to just not be a driver anymore because these cars are going to be rubbish in the future and blah, blah, blah. Everybody's moody, gloomy. Like, come on, I'm going to prove to you now that motorsport's not dying. It's going to be actually fed a whole new lease of life, which I've started to explain. But two things come to mind is that, firstly, the image is going to change. If it becomes this e-world, economical, electric, modern world, you're going to get different types of sponsors. You're going to get the solar panel company from down the road that's going to say, you know what, this is actually fitting with our image now. Before... 
I couldn't see how motorsport would sell any more solar panels, but now, especially, this goes into number two that I'm thinking, if we can somehow use these solar panels on the race cars to generate a little bit more electricity. Can you imagine a race car that's got a few sites on the touring cars, maybe on the roof? It's got some solar panels. This is not far-fetched because this is going to push all sorts of technology because now the solar panel man's gonna to have to go for a lighter, thinner, more effective solar panel for race cars. It's that actually, it can have a stone chip and still carry on. It can take a knock and it still be all right. Everything is going to grow. And this is what you find. We're gonna have the electric engine. That's gonna be developed. That's gonna be pushed. That's gonna have so much money pumped into it now. Now the manufacturers are coming in. And everything around that, the auxiliaries, the things that bolt on, the things that help save a little bit electric, these are gonna actually be engineered as well. So they're gonna get sponsors, hashtag, hashtag, slash suppliers. They're gonna get more suppliers now in different industries to help them have a competitive engine and help them on their road cars. This has just opened a whole can of worms, a new book for drivers that are looking for sponsors. Because now the, the type of people that you went for before that say it doesn't really fit their image, they don't really see motorsport as being fitting, now it might. It's all changing. This is fantastic for motorsport. Okay, the cars won't sound as good, but the motorsport's gonna have, in general, the industry is gonna have money pumped into it. It's gonna have manufacturers saying, this is really important now. We've got to showcase and develop our stuff here and show everybody and compete against the other people. This is great. But what I've got to remind you is that you've got to jump on this. If you see, oh, another thing, innovation. As soon as something changes in an industry, you get innovation, you get people come along with new ideas. I want you to look out for this. I want you to look out for people that are starting to come out with new technology in this area because they might be interested in motorsport. You might be able to tie them up. When F1 goes electric, it will. You have to tie them up. You could be the middle person that says, this person has developed this that could go on the engine, save you X amount of battery power per hour. I think you should have a meeting. I think you should set it up. They could supply you. This is not far-fetched. Honestly, the, the shift that's happened in motorsport and that right now hasn't been seen for over 100 years. And we've got to look back then. What happened? All of a sudden you had people people making their own engines. That's another thing that's not impossible. You get these companies come out now that say, I think we can develop an electric engine that's better than yours. Look out for them. As soon as you see somebody doing this, that's the type of person you want to do a partnership with and say you can get them into motorsport or help them in some way or give you're the driver. You could actually drive the engine and be their test driver. All these types of things now are coming. All these opportunities, things you've never seen before. So it's easy for us to bitch about the way motorsport's going, but actually the amount of opportunities, if you switch your head on, you can take advantage of or you can contribute to, they're going to be vast. This is a new era. This is something that none of us really, that are probably watching this, have ever seen before in the industry. But if you become a little bit of a look into your crystal ball and see where it's going, and then think to yourself, how can we create value in that future world and do it now and communicate to them people now? Be the innovator, maybe. Maybe you're an inventor. Maybe you've got something. You know somebody who's in the electric world. Be that person now. And I'll tell you what, if you can create value in that future world, you will be around for some time. Because in 10 years, 
it's going to be so different. They're going to want to employ you now or in the next five years for your technology, for your contacts. But get in now. This is changing. So we're going to have different types of sponsors. We're going to have innovation. Things are going to be rapidly updated all the freaking time. We'll probably get a manufacturer that's going to bring something out revolutionary to make them pull away. Then that'll be the new industry standard. All of a sudden, racing engines are lasting longer or going further because they're batteries now. They're going further and they're faster and they're more impressive to watch. In fact, they're pushing the tires to the limit now because of their speed, their acceleration. So don't worry, we're still going to be fast eventually, but I want you to put your commercial head on. This is not the end of motorsport. This is a new beginning, a new era. And if you learn and open your mind up to how you can create value and different types of companies you can bring into this new world, you will be around for a long time. This is for drivers, engineers, if you want to be engineering in type of companies like that. It's for everybody. And if you want a job, start to be in the e-world right now before you become a dinosaur. Okay, it's all I'm going to say. It's a bit different to all my other videos, but I just want to wake you up and say, embrace what's about to happen. Jump on it. Be like a leech. Get straight onto it. Stick on it. And, uh, and you'll be fine for many decades to come. See you next time.